0: some pointers for the big night so if you're feeling adventurous follow this you need a really nice robust tart what we're looking for is a really nice broad the most popular bird in the country flexible body semi-firm breasts but quite bouncy and then just lift up the skirt and they get excited so they look wet open up the legs two beautiful thighs three fingers Get your hand and always treat your hand like a sort of whisk. Push your fingers in there and it's nice and moist and smelling very fragrant. And that confirms she's ready for up and down motion. That's not rocket science, is it? That's common sense. Do not be scared about the bottom. Don't worry. <laughs> That's class as the dark brown Rolls Royce part. It's full of flavor. So treat it with some respect and get really nice and comfortable. And then turn her over and bang, up the butt. Mmm. And this is where you need a small knob. Imagine you're holding a tennis racket or a little whisk, and then confident grip, firm push, 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 straight in the butt crack and get it in there. And just up and down, up and down. It feels and sounds a little bit weird. And it's so easy to cream in literally minutes. Now the secret now is to make sure that we definitely don't go for a pee. Mm. Hold back and wait. Mm. 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 And then bang, out, bang, it pops out. You get to release it from the bottom and just drip a really nice white creamy liquid down the bottom to give it some form of decoration just almost like a little tap and just let it drizzle out. Now, don't touch your face, especially your eyes. It smells like a fish. It's strong, it's slightly sour, but it's creamy and it's packed with fucking grease. That smells amazing. That smells amazing.
1: All right, we're back with another exciting episode of Girl Hall Long State. Mr. 16 minutes out. 16 minutes out. Thank you. Uh, we are recording to you from Seattle, Washington. Uh, Studio 212, part of the Soundcasting Network. This is episode 64. Am I right? Yes. Do <laughs> you got this mic on, number four mic on, Keith? No. Keith is here. Hey, you gonna get that? A.K.A. Q- Queef Boogie, Queef Boogie, and back in the house, <laughs> back back in the house from the back of the house. Uh, we also have a guest today. Introduce yourself, please, sir.
2: Aaron Barker, Belltown Hospitality Group, <laughs> Group Chef. Nice. What's a Group Chef? You are a chef with a group of chefs. No, I don't. Is that true? Multiple restaurants. No,
1: but he's a group of chefs.
2: So you're wrong. No, no, Just- Group Chef. It's oh, just group. It's not. It's chef. not right. Plural. Not chef groups. The, the restaurants are plural. Well, <laughs> uh,
1: what uh, what's the name of the group? Belltown Hospitality. Belltown
2: Hospitality Group. group. Uh, Local three hundred and sixty. Mama's Cantina and Belltown Brewing. Formerly Bell and Wheat.
1: <laughs> oh, it's not called Bell and Wheat no more. No more. What's it called?
2: Belltown Brewing.
1: Belltown Brewing. How did you not know that? Dude, come on, man. <laughs> He's a busy guy. I'll be out on these streets. Yeah. <laughs> on that ketamine. There's all, all those
2: words they're hard to
1: keep track of. No, 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 no. All right. We'll, uh, we'll tap into Aaron here in a minute. Um, go through his history That's Mike Your mic stinks. Your mic stinks? Yeah, smells like nerd and beard. <laughs> <laughs> You must be talking about our video game podcast here at the Soundcasting Network. It's going to be called End User Disagreements, and that was the Dark Prince of Delridge, Andrew Von Shady's Oh, Von from. Shady. Yeah, dude. Uh, what's his, uh, I can't remember his name on uh, his gamertag, but he will see you on Tetris. I do know that. I told him I don't play that shit. All right. Uh, work updates go quick. No.
3: Yeah. Uh yeah, nothing really to report. Just waiting on my emergency door to come in so we can get this bing bang rolling. Emergency door? Yeah, we I guess the landlord did not install an emergency door um for the restaurant, so we're waiting on the city to give us go ahead to break down a wall and build it. Kinda Sweet. Sweet. Yeah. Permits so, are no joke, bro. Yeah, I know. I'm like, why wasn't this shit done long ago? Did you get those on um, your canning um thing from the FDA back yet? Uh, no, we, they, he sent out a few copy or a few tasters uh, last week, and then we're going to be getting nitty gritty with it this week. So I think uh, actually Wednesday we're going to be doing a bunch of canning and drawing. Can I get one of those tasters? No. Can, can we get one here? Why are you side? always trying to get freebies? <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, my girlfriend's sister went out to a couple bars last week and... Uh, People just kept me giving me free drinks. <laughs> she was like, uh, do you get pay the tab? And I was like, no, it's free. She's like, aren't you going to tip? And I was like, I tip in other ways.
3: Don't worry. It's dude. auto crap. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I do want to give a shout out. Uh, I went to Marjorie for dinner this weekend, and it was delicious. Yeah. What's, it was super good. Have you been there before? No, I've never been there.
1: Shit, is uh, on point. Who's the chef there? Rachel I, Yang? I don't, I'm not sure. Do you know who the chef is Marjorie is? No, I, be, speaking
2: <laughs> on the mic, it's, it's not Rachel.
1: Yeah, Gang, I was like though. Rachel Gang is not the chef there. Who is it? It's a girl. It's a female.
3: <laughs> uh, she's the owner.
1: Yeah,
2: she's oh. like the
3: chef owner. I don't remember her name though. Oh, yeah,
2: the last chef I know is Tyler Borman. Yeah, that's been years.
3: Um, but yeah, it was super good. She was there. She was super sweet. Um, there was actually who is she? The owner. Who is she? I don't remember. Her. I don't know her name. I didn't ask her name. Damn. Anyway, but uh, she was there, and there was like a couple that had their baby, and it was crying, and she like picked up the baby <laughs> and took it that baby like made it all happy and stuff. It's, <laughs> it was sweet, but the food was delicious. Uh, service was on point. And yeah, I ate at a other couple places this week, but none that worth mentioning. So
1: Yeah, I don't think I ate anywhere. Uh, work update for me. I'm I'm learning how... But apparently, I am too mean. Yeah, I can see that. Shut the... Come on, man. You're always <laughs> shitting on me. Aaron,
2: do I not seem like a nice guy? You've worked with me before. You seem like a nice you guy. See, you seem nice. Don't feed him after midnight. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Nah, man. I feel like I'm hella chill. Am I wrong? You just get a little snooty booty sometimes. I'm just trying to have
1: a good time, man. (laughs) But I made somebody cry at work. I'm not going to say whether it was a female or a male. But apparently, I was trying to be super casual and just be like, you know, explain myself and where I was coming from. And I might have said it with, like, jokingly, with some attitude. I wasn't trying to be a bully or be mean. I was just like, yo, maybe next time don't be an asshole to me. And that person kind of was like... What the fuck Get the fuck away from You're me You're working with kids though You gotta be careful <laughs> No, nah, this was an adult she, Still <laughs> He was an adult So I'm trying to I really am trying to learn How to be like Super polite And more professional I don't know. I, you know me, I'm always always playing around, always trying to have a good time. And I guess, you know, there're times for that. It's
2: yeah. it's tough these days. Kids 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 don't take brevity and they definitely don't take directness.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and that's it. I've had my coworkers. I've Welcome asked them to see I, how I've you. asked them straight up like, "Do you think I am mean?" And they've said, "No, I just think you're very direct and you're blunt." And I'm like, "Would you rather me be that way or be passive? Passive?" You
2: know? Yeah, that's your employees telling you you're a dick, Yeah. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs>
1: I mean, I can be a dick, but outside of work, it's all good. You, you remember,
3: you remember our old chef at Bell and Wheat, and when I flashed on him, he's like, "What's what's his problem?" <laughs> which which one? <laughs> you know who I'm talking
2: about. <laughs> I'm not gonna say I'm, names. I'm, I'm confused. I, I mean,
1: I was the there.
3: fisherman. Uh, Iron was there. <laughs> I,
1: I applauded you for that because you had gave him many warning shots. I was like, what? "Stop!
3: Just leave me alone right now."
1: Um, Nah, he never snapped on me like that. I don't know what made him think he could snap on you like yeah, that. Yeah, you
2: chill your red, red wine out. <laughs> <laughs>
1: all right, that's my work update. I have not eaten anywhere. Uh,
3: I've been really like I, I, I beg had... to differ looking at you today. Motherfucker.
1: <laughs> 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 all y'all, y'all. Y'all can all get touched. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I, yeah, no, I've hurt, hurt my back. I'm fighting a cold off right now. And I think I'm going to work the next 20 days in a row. I mean, at least 12. I think I get one day off out of 15, Oh, no. you got to make money. Shwani, yeah, I worked two days in the past two weeks. I hurt my back. so And I just want to shout out to the whole Honey Hole crew for covering me while I was laid up in bed, doing that yoga at home, drinking those smoothies and that turmeric. With in his hands. Yeah. I mean, I, I think I t- talked about it last week. I just ate weed candies and drink
3: turmeric tincture and just sat out and watched. got drunk because there was too much vodka in it, it straight vodka <laughs> word all
1: right all right <laughs> so uh before we get into it uh we're gonna get into aaron's uh background history how long have you been in the industry
2: uh, i've been a chef for 18 years now i've been Ooh. doing consulting about 14 and design about 12 what the fuck is design? wait did
3: i interview you
2: when? When you, were, when you were
3: coming into Belton a-
2: Andy. Andy interviewed. Oh, okay. yeah. Yeah. yeah.
3: I was like, I, I remember there was a crew of you guys that you had, were coming you had over. Yeah, JoJo. I got, yeah, yeah. I got Joe. Yeah, I we had,
2: we had a really terrible opening in Pike Market for, for a sycophant. Oh. <laughs> and bas- basically, I basically took, like, the good ones. <laughs> and we Wizard of Oz down to Oh, Maltown. yes. Sir. You were at uh, Roberto's. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Everyone's oh, like, yeah. what's Roberto's? And
1: Nick, <laughs> and Nick came there. Nick Short came, mm-hmm.
2: too. Oh, yeah.
1: Oh, that's where you- Oh, that's, re- that's where they all, yeah. Yeah. who fucking who got you guys to come in there?
2: Amy called Nick, and oh, because Amy was, and, and Nick was like, "Hey guys, that's right. If you want, if you want to go work for for a good chef, you guys can go go down the street.
1: We won't use Nick's last name, but and I love Nick. I don't even know where he's at these days. I won't say his last name, but that dude stayed with the bottle of vodka at his station.
2: <laughs> I was thinking walking. I was thinking walking. Uh,
1: uh, he kept it down in his little reachin' down below, and he would just be like, "Hey," and I'm like no, <laughs> no, don't even tell me you have that or show me you have that because I don't want to know, you know? I want to
2: be a part of it. I mean, I see why Russians call it water, <laughs> you know, apparently you can, some people drink it like water. <laughs> exactly. He stayed smelling like
1: booze. <laughs> if you just constantly smell like booze, people think you smell like that constantly.
2: Yeah, it's mouthwash, right? Yeah.
1: <laughs> All right. So, um, yeah, and when you came into, me and Johnny both worked with him at Bell & Weeds. Uh, when you came in there, you were doing prep, right?
2: Yeah, I was just doing a kind of prep organization contract for, I think it was six months. And you were still running your consulting business? Yeah, at the time I was with Concept Kitchen and Bar, and we kind of specialized in setting up uh, low energy, small footprint systems in kitchens. So we work with a lot of the forward equipment. Right now we do SAMIC, which is a Spanish sous vide company. Oh. We only rock chef steps here. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh, the, oh the jewel <laughs> The crown jewel The jewel the is nice uh, But Samick's got some really high end stuff going on right now
3: That's what's up I don't know this It's Samick. Spanish though not Mexican right
2: Span- Spanish yeah, yeah. <laughs> Acro- across, across the pond Not, not, not across the wall yeah.
3: <laughs> Now why did you choose to work with that company
2: uh, because they really took the water bath and up until then the water bath was good for like one ingredient coming off a station and the chef over there in Spain, um, found a way where he could take the water bath. He could transform it into uh, a certain Celsius degree water and you can actually tag each item going into it. It's kind of a catch and release program and you can actually cook out of that one water bath. Oh um, wow. Anyway, With
1: multiple different things.
2: 20 to 30 different things. How powerful is SUV that circulator, man? Honestly, the whole package is about under four grand, and that includes Ooh. the bag sealer. It, wait, that includes the bag? That includes the bag sealer. Yeah, they, they, they've, got some, they've got some, <laughs> some smooth stuff going on. Yeah, I'll have you guys in. We're doing a demo in about a month. They're okay. gonna fly out from Spain, and uh, we'll have a bunch of wait, you guys in. Where is this going to be at? In Belltown. At the restaurant. At the hospitality? Uh, in one of our PDR spaces. Can we come record it? Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. Ding, ding, ding.
1: Ding, ding. Maybe we'll have the owner of the of the sous company come in. What's the name of it again? Samic. How do you know that? How do you know this company? Uh,
2: well, Just them. The, the last five years, I've been doing a lot of international consulting, working with test studies for the equipment going into the field. Uh, we also work with a lot of combi and combi therm ovens, Ooh. which kind of does a, a microwave meets convection. Of yeah. Them.
3: What <laughs> what did you yeah. call it last week, Johnny? Oh no, that's what I called a microwave. A Japanese
1: wizard. <laughs> <laughs> I heard I haven't heard to call that in a long time. I just was like laughing about it like for the next 2 days. Is that, is that redundant? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It is what it is. <laughs> All right. Um. And so you left. You, you still work for the consulting company?
2: I actually uh, know the owner of Built Hospitality Group, Marcus Charles, uh, was M- looking to MC kind, kind of can combine some of his properties and kind of maximize what they're doing. Uh, the, the industry is rapidly changing, as you guys know. Yeah, we're currently on a service charge model.
1: Mm-hmm. You guys have been that for a while, though.
2: Yeah, they're one of the pioneers. Yeah, like Renee Erickson, Tom Douglas. Uh, they've definitely gone through the growing pains. Um, and they've noticed that, you know, the workforce isn't what it used to be. And so he. one of the things that I taught in my consulting was holistic human capital. Uh, basically, what that means is uh, finding a way to train your people, reinvest into them, and give them more of a career path.
3: To that's the out. nicest way to say that there's not very many good cooks in the city. <laughs>
2: that's, that's
1: consulting. Right there, brother. Words. Words of things. Um, yeah, so... He kind of took he took your consulting group and kind of put it together I, yeah, with his.
2: I, I split that from the design and rolled it inside. And in the last four months, we basically uh, have been reworking that infrastructure, and we've been working it with our sustainable restaurants. And so what does that mean for the
3: for the like cooks? Like, do they get like benefits and all that stuff?
2: You know, cooks. I've brought in a brigade system that we haven't really seen since French kitchens. Uh, you know, instead of chef de parties, we're actually going into the garmo chefs, giving oh. people a little more responsibility, getting them on salary, getting them benefits. Uh, trying to work with their work class It's one.
3: another way of saying that you're not getting paid hourly everyone's everyone's on that on that wage you <laughs> hiring shit that <laughs> sounds dope <laughs> I do interviews five days a week
1: you know the thing I mean the I, I mean I I know the negatives of that but I also see the positives of that is that you are put in charge of your own station and you're the one being held responsible and you have a couple people on that station as a team and you guys need to learn to work together better and so if you guys aren't working together better it's gonna you're gonna be there longer than you have to. But if you really get it dialed in and you really take responsibility for your position, then it should go easy peasy, man. Mm-hmm. Nice and smooth. So
3: I mean I see the benefits of So it. you guys having like group chef meetings where you all sit down and talk about menu stuff and
2: We're probably like seventeen days away. With the new restaurant opening, like it it slowly built that. Yeah. But, you know, honestly each time I've kind of rolled this out, it takes about nine months to really kinda of change the culture. Oh, okay. You know, you've got to change. You got to put some pieces in place and get some building points in there, and then you've got to get people to buy in. Yeah. And the hardest thing is getting people to buy in. No, yeah, for sure.
1: A lot of people probably haven't seen this before. I mean, this is probably their first job opportunity like this. You know.
2: Well, and the new people coming in, like they've, you know, they've all been had. They've all, you know, heard it before, but to actually see people try to offer it, like we actually see kickback and people don't believe it. (laughs) But at the same
1: time, you're always told. Yeah. You you never see it. You're just waiting on it.
2: And so, yeah. And, and so when you see that, you know, we talk a lot of family this and family that in kitchens. But at the end of the day, um, you know, it, it was something that I saw in Chicago at Belly Q. You know, the chef there, Billy, puts a lot of work in. He meets with him, his investors. He lets them know that they're not going to bring home, you know, every single penny they can. And the reason why is because they're building a long term hospitality company. You know, it's great to milk it like a club for a couple years and take every dollar you can. <laughs> Get out. <laughs> but you know, when you're looking to build something, that you need stable, trained people, and you don't want them to self-medicate, and you want them to have you know quality of life, you've got to offer them a foundation that they can actually do that.
1: That's impressive. Now, did you did did MC come to you, or <laughs> did you go to him? Have you been because you left the you left the restaurant a while ago?
2: I left it a while ago. Um, I've been on the road I, about two years now. Uh, uh, six seven countries been able to work on different startup projects yeah. uh, also definitely onboarding a lot of software stuff uh, I'd say that we kind of crossed paths in the fall and my son went into preschool and definitely looking to get off the road and not spend so much time away from him and he went through some transition in the company yeah and so it was kind of a mutual thing we crossed in a meeting and then you know I'd say a couple of weeks went by and then he and I had another long meeting and you know, you know how he works, it's quick.
1: Yeah, yeah, I mean... You're he,
2: either on the same page or you're not, Yeah. and that man's brain works in yeah. amazing algorithms. <laughs>
1: yeah. um, and so you came back before you know, Bell & Wheat closed. I came back... Uh, you came in right when they were opening up uh, Mama's Cantina, right?
2: I was doing some freelance stuff with them because uh, the chef there worked for me in other properties, and he was having a hard time with the transition. You know, it's hard picking up a 40-year-old brand and you know trying to put your spin on it and keep the roots there. So they went through about 7 8 months of growing pains. They saw some cast changes. Um, but yeah, no the belt we think was probably the hardest because you, you know, all three of us were there early on.
1: They went through oh, yeah. I mean this is like what? It's third or fourth change?
3: It's been tough. It was tough.
1: Uh, I mean, they went through a <laughs> cast of characters too and and I, I think, you know, what's going on with Bell, Well, why don't you tell them? What what ha- exactly happened with Bellamy? They closed. For people I, that don't know, we kind of talked about the closing. We went over it a little bit. I had inside information, but a lot of times I don't like to share people's personal business. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll I'll talk about what they talked about in the media. Um, I know I talked to you. I ran into MC. But, yeah, why don't you tell them exactly what happened?
2: You know, uh, I came back right after Thanksgiving. You know, all three of us here at the table put a lot of heart and soul into that place. Uh, you know, it definitely was an uphill battle. Mm. You know, it was a lot of tweaking. It was not an easy brand. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest. You know, how many people can tell you identifiably what 1,500 Anglo-Norman food is? <laughs> <laughs> you know? That was our biggest question. like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> so what do I do with these grains of paradise? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have pepper for what? So you know, when you walk into that and you see where it came from, very high culinary background. And when I walked in and saw where it was, um, you know, there were certain aspects about the brand that were definitely working. You know, 66 Taps, the upstairs, that's great. Um, The dinner side of it, of the restaurant that we started as being a date place, it just really wasn't present. And in in the time that we had it, and the time where we were at, the community changed. What the community wanted, you know, they definitely wanted something more home something they didn't have to leave the neighborhood for. You know, a lot of people in Belltown, they're not eating there. They're they're going up to Capitol Hill, they're going elsewhere. And people want to have a safe place that they can stay home and kind of do those things. And quite frankly, in my experience, breweries offer that. Because right now, the only thing bringing people to Belltown is the Have a Heart. (laughs) I think they did 50 grand on Friday. (laughs) (laughs) I don't don't like that place. Oh, that place is dope. Just me. They make you pay.
3: You go to Uncle I- <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, right? You go to Uncle Ike's and you support the I, devil. I
1: do, I go to Ike's, you know. I'm part of the tribe, you know. <laughs> woo woo. Part of the gentrification <laughs> of a neighborhood. <laughs>
3: ah man, I mean I'm not
1: gonna talk shit. I mean, I'm no, no, no. I I, nah, I don't want to get into private business. I'm not I, I prefer Uncle Ike's. That's just me. Let's let's just keep it that. And you're white, so it makes sense. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Let's, stop, <laughs> let's buy all the black businesses and take away their business so they can't do nothing.
1: I mean, uh, come on, man. Just because he was smart enough to think first. You know what I'm saying? He was one of the first people to go up in that neighborhood and gentrify it. Yeah. I guess what I'm We're is. not going to get into yeah. that because you sound like an idiot.
2: So.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm just being honest. It's going to happen, man. There's nothing anybody can do to stop it. It's going to happen. Belltown is the same way. I mean, it's happening. They're pushing all the people that made that neighborhood what it was. Um hard workers blue collar people that been living there for 20 years and they're pushing them out they're taking over their neighborhood and so I mean it happens everywhere well I mean
2: it's been a vacuum though you know since South Lake Union started I mean it's not the red light district it used to be of the clubs and the billiard halls (laughs) you know yeah, all the activity. The, Buka, the de <laughs> Buka de Beppos.
1: The oh, Buka de bepos still there. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> they got rid of that Australian outback, though. That, no more blooming onion. Oh, we know?
2: just so, we just redistricted. <laughs> <laughs> Those are still there. We just changed the district. It's
1: yeah. Cool. All right. So anyway, let's move on. Okay. So go, keep going.
2: Yeah. I mean, we came in. We kind of saw where it was at. Um, you know, we also saw. You know, kind of what the current cast brought in clientele wise. You know, and there was there was definitely some stuff when I first came into town where, you know, normally I like to just focus on the restaurant, what's going on on the street, I used to not have to care about. Uh, <laughs> and, and unfortunately it wasn't that way. No. Nope. You know, when you step into it and you realize, you know, the next so many years of your life are gonna be in this neighborhood, mm-hmm. then, you know, open air crack dealing and, uh, yeah. you know, all the stuff we're seeing on the streets in Seattle right now, you gotta put your foot down somewhere. You know, I've got restaurants, I've got people trying to use the opening lights of my restaurants to break up their rock deal. <laughs> and nobody wants to bring that in. Nobody yeah. wants to have to cut through that to get into your restaurant. And at a certain point we as a community kind of have to take that back over. And so we, ha- we hounded the cops basically for six weeks through December and January. Um, they finally responded. They set up a bunch of things. You know, I, I'd say it's not going to end. I'll probably have to call them in a couple weeks. New,
1: new cast of crack dealers and the yeah. crack
2: kids. But, no, but it takes time. Yeah, sure. yeah, it takes time and it takes effort, and you just can't. You got to be diligent.
3: Yeah, clean that area up. I mean, it's that place has been like that. No more guy know. out in front saying, looking for a white bitch or whatever.
2: <laughs> you know, he, I think he's down to once every 17 days. So I, I call that progress.
1: <laughs> yeah. I, I, I like that, dude. I gave him a tent
3: a couple years ago, man.
1: It said, looking for a fat bitch. Oh, yeah. Need, <laughs> <laughs> I need, I need a fat bitch. All right. So um, did, were you, did you help in the decision to. to to rebrand it as a brewery, did you was were you part of the input into closing it down?
2: You know, it, it came quick. The numbers came back in. Uh, you know, I've I've spent the last six years doing a lot of number crunching, metadata, all that stuff. Um, we had an opportunity to kind of uh, put that extra investment in and put the brewing equipment in. Uh, we really lucked out because the the building, as far as expanding that next route, we came really lucky because it was almost everyone that came in and kind of did the did the walkthroughs and looked at it. They're like, "Man, was was this always planned? Like yeah. this building is like perfect ready for to it. do that." Yeah. Um, So, yeah, I mean, it came really quick. Uh, Definitely the the hospitality group and the the investors there, they saw an opportunity and they trusted in us to kind of take it. And it was kind of a a late night phone call. And and it all happened uh, pretty quickly. You know, I'd, I'd say that we also we worked really hard to try to do it as uh, ethically and honest and authentic as possible.
3: Did you guys take out that downstairs yeah. dining room? Okay, and turn yeah. that into like the brewing hall or whatever.
2: Yeah, we put some beautiful tile in. Uh, pretty good. It looks like
1: it looks like the tile that's done in a uh, crocodile back bar. I'm gonna have to go look at that. Now. Yeah, it I was looks like. On, looks like and he had a part in opening that too, so might be the same stuff. Uh, now, how long were you guys closed? I before? doubt it
2: because I sourced that tile. It was like I felt like I was buying stock. where you get, <laughs> Where'd you get it from? You know, eventually we got it online. Yeah. yeah. Smart, smart way to do it. Um, how long were you guys closed for? Uh, we closed December 19th. Uh, we did a soft opening on March 1st. Um, we added a pizza oven, uh, kind of condensed the line. Uh, the secondary hood that you guys know of, uh, in the back that was a, a prep kitchen, originally mm-hmm. designed to be a commissary, that's now the brewing. Oh, brew. yeah, yeah. Uh, so we just kind of tighten that up. And the nice thing about that is we were actually, when you file for a brewery license, you also file for the FDA license, which Johnny's going through now. Uh. <laughs> but but when, when, once you get through it, it adds a completely <laughs> other depth. No, your, yeah, your for business. sure.
1: Yeah, yeah, but you guys aren't brewing there yet.
2: Not currently, because we're waiting on those licenses. Well, that's that's yeah. what I was saying. I'd other, rather wait on a license than a door. You <laughs> <that>. <laughs> yeah, me too. Um, and so you guys
1: currently, did you add any more taps?
2: You know, we actually cut it down. Um, you know, we have 66. Yeah. But that's 66, like left to right. So, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't want to be that bartender.
3: Yeah, you're like, ah, where? But, <laughs>
1: but that's, kind, but that's kind of what everybody in that neighborhood liked about that place. was yeah, the but beer, there were too the many beer, beer to selections there.
2: Yeah, but no one can read sixty-six beers. Yeah. The average menu reading time has dropped from my, eighty-six my, seconds to forty-eight. Yeah, my in the last my two problem
1: years. always was there is when the bartender not knowing anything about the beers, and they'd have to have you know that bar manager there but, to but come
2: it, and explain. You mean the codex? You yeah, need the codex. Yeah. Like I do. <laughs> and like, yeah, you look at the codex, and you're like, what the fuck is this? Where's uh, where's the ring? How, how <laughs> do I get there? Yeah.
1: So uh, when you so you're just waiting on your permits to come in.
2: Yeah, we're actually contract brewing. Uh, our brewer was at American. Before that, he was at Mac and Jack's. Yeah. Uh, American got bought out and is has been consolidated in Tacoma, which left us with a great brewing facility that we were able to contract brew until we get our federal. Oh,
3: drinks. so you're brewing out there, so you can open and brew until you're ready.
2: Yeah, I mean, it, it was quite a bit of, uh, of paperwork and figuring out the legalities of it and making sure that we were doing it right. Uh, Who
1: figures all that
2: out? Uh, you know, a lot, a lot of it's carried by Marcus Charles, sure. and then uh, and then I work on the other half of it. So I do a lot of the operational stuff. He does a lot of the the financial, the legal, uh, and there's a whole lot more on that spectrum. That oh yeah, I think anyone realizes like there's he knows a lot, of, a lot about
3: that.
1: People yeah. can talk as much shit as they want about MC, but he, oh, and MC's the man. He, he handles his he <laughs> handles his shit. He's not gonna let nobody stop him. No, yeah,
2: he does not
3: take <laughs> no for it <laughs>
2: Yeah, I mean, I always have mad respect for him. You know, he he's got a he's got a huge brain up there, and he he's gonna find a way to do it right and do it the most official. He's never possible.
1: treated me bad. I mean, every time I see him, he says what's up. I like the man a lot of people aren't fans of him, but you know, he does everything business, you know? He's he's not out to make friends. He's he's out he's out out, out to I, out, out to make he, a successful he, business.
2: And you know what? I'll disagree on that one too, cuz honestly, I don't think anyone realizes like how how much of a heart that guy has. No, he's a,
1: Oh no, I know many stories about that man who has went above and beyond to help people out, but at the end of the day it is business. And he'll be the first person to tell you that.
3: So, he loves making people work on Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I just had to throw that out there. It was funny. I hope Marcus listens to this. Marcus knows I love him. I love Marcus a lot. No, no. Many years.
2: Um, Okay. Yeah, he's probably going to tell me to make sure you guys work on Thanksgiving next year. (laughs) (laughs) AM shift or PM shift? Uh, I always
1: choose that (laughs) AM. If you had a choice to work on Thanksgiving, you get a choice. No one you, you'll be there all day. Um,
2: Yeah, I mean it's just till it's done, right? Yeah, but
1: you get a a choice. You get to come in for the AM shift, the prepping,
2: or the cooking. You know you want to be in a five and out by three. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Like get (laughs) me the fuck out of here. Yeah, you're just hoping everyone's asleep from the turkey when you get home.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Okay, so what's next? What do you got? What's 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 coming up next? You're just kind of dial in and wait for the. Are you bringing the brewmaster from American to...
2: Yeah we, yeah, we brought him on uh, back back early in the process, okay. maybe three, four months ago. Yeah. His name's Adam France. He does a wonderful job lining up the beers. We currently have five beers on tap, um, and he's rotating a couple uh, seasonals as we go. How large are those batches? Um, I think right now he's doing 10 barrels. Okay. And they're selling well? Yeah, they're doing great. They're doing great. We ran through the double IPA last weekend. Uh, he's already on to... Onto a wise.
1: I got to come down there and do a little tasting. Yeah, that sounds fun. Once I get off my diet, you know, I'm starting to slum
2: down. <laughs> is, is that a liquid diet? Yeah. Because <laughs> we got liquids. We got 33 taps.
3: <laughs> That's actually not bad. That seems more sustainable. Like, you're like, all right, I can actually wrap my head around 33. But when you sixty six, I
2: mean sixty six scares me. I mean, yeah. like think of like the the what is it the art house? Like their smallest ones carry like one hundred and fifty to 200 Yeah, taps. That, that, yeah, they're at a they're at like one hundred and sixty, I think. I mean, do you know how long it takes to like turn those kegs? Like, <laughs> I, like, I don't want skunky beer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's true. Like when you get sour beer, you're like. Is it supposed to be the spot?
1: Yeah, is it is sour <laughs> beer or is it just bad? <laughs> All right, since we covered uh, you and opening up, uh, what is it? What's it called again? Bella uh, Belltown Brewing. Belltown Brewing. I gotta get that B and W Bell and Wheat out of my head. Se-
2: second and Bell. B and B now.
1: Now have you have you worked anything out anything out with James Jader upstairs? From Graystar, the building management. He's a dope photographer. You know, everyone keeps telling me about this guy. <laughs> have you not met him yet? I have not. I have he's not. hard to miss. <laughs> he's a big man. Shout out James. He's one of my best friends he's from Ohio. But uh, he he's the guy that always, who comes down and yells at whoever's at the restaurant for leaving the back gate open when they're dumping the grease and stuff like that.
2: All I know is, is I have much love for that man. He saved my butt a couple weeks ago. <laughs> uh, the power blew on the hot water yeah, heater. Yeah. And, we had a conversation through the the entry intercom. Oh yeah! And 14 hours later, I didn't electrocute myself, so it was good. <laughs> yeah,
1: that's James James is good. He works. He works hard. He works hard. But yeah, you should get a hold of him. He likes like mix. He puts the stuff up in the elevator to let all the uh, people that live in the 206 know about what's going on downstairs. And I know we've done a couple of parties for that building before, like private dining parties go upstairs on the roof and cook for them. So, have you ever been up that roof yet?
2: Not yet, not yet. That's I heard sick. I heard the fireworks look good up there. We did it. a photo shoot up there and it was lit.
1: Yeah, they got like a giant, like, uh, you know, area to sit down. They got two grills, giant ass TV, fire pit. Watching the debates.
2: Let, let us know, we'll send some pizzas out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, I'll have to give you a call. Uh, so, we wanted to go over some of the other openings in, uh, around Seattle. Um, Johnny, do you got your stuff up? You no. just want me you me go let Just go for it. Come on, look it up with me. Do it with me. Well, you're talking about something I don't have. Like Pincho. Quit being a buster. Nah, we won't talk about pinchot first. First, well, uh, it's that time. Dentai Funk has opened
2: up. In oh, Pacific yeah, in place. Pacific place. Everyone's freaking out. Um Yeah, what about how do you feel about it? You know, it's a it's a solid brand. It <laughs> kind of reminds me of like an Asian tirascaria. Wow. You know, the, the weights are long, and quite honestly, at the end of the day, uh, I think Jason at Dozone on the east side is oh. doing a much better job. That's good point. Good point. So but
1: I'm I'm not driving all the fucking way over there. Fuck.
2: I'm not going over there.
0: Dozone's
2: a the shit. Though. Yeah, I've had it. And before. he's opening one on this side. <laughs> I think it's I think it's Wallingford. There's another one. Don't on quote one, Don't quote me on uh, it. But. 85th
0: called. Uh,
2: Keep
1: get on the microphone, say. <laughs> Pick it up. Oh, are you talking
2: about Lee's? No, no, Yang's.
0: Okay. 85th over by the Costco. Yeah. That place is the shit, man. It's these two fucking, like, six-year-old Chinese dudes and their mom just uh, hooking it up in the kitchen, man. (laughs) Their
3: their shit is is Chinese dudes and their mom. Yeah. Hey, dumplings take love. They do you gotta have that old that old hand in it plus well,
0: homeboy gives my daughter like little candies every time we go in so it's like you know it's cool with me
1: <laughs> well I went I went to see the movie Get Out at Pacific Place and uh, like you went to Pacific Place yeah I went last week and I just happened to walk by and I saw that there was tons of people in Dead Type Fung and I was like oh shit Dead Tai Fung's open let's go see yeah let's go check it out man let's go and I walk in and there's some people there that walked in front of us and they're like oh sorry it's like a soft opening you know like we're just trying to work out all the kinks and stuff and my girlfriend and was like, oh, let's go, you know, soft open. I was like, no, 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 let's, let's see if we can, let's come on, we go talk to him real quick. And they shut down the people in front of us and I was like, we are here to test out your to-go program. <laughs> 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 and he was like, huh? And I was like, well, everybody's here eating in, but have you tested out the to-go? Can we put in a to-go order for dumplings to-go? And he was like, I totally would do that, but we closed the kitchen down like 20 minutes ago. So, uh,
3: almost scored. Yeah, they got a, they got a, yeah, they like, they wear the full on suits with the masks and shit. They gotta decontaminate after they get I don't, I don't work. see
1: no white people, no Latinos in there. Nah, man. No, no black it's people. It's straight up
3: Asian. It is, it's all Asians. Straight straight commitments. <laughs> <laughs> well, you never realize how many Asians are in this city until you go to a din tai Fung.
1: Well, I guess I guess are I guess they're gonna be opening up uh one in Tukwila, too. I don't know why you would open up one in Tuckwilla, but um
3: you know, have at it. Because Tequila's dope. Tequila's booming. Is that where you're moving to? No, but my parents live out there. <laughs> my parents are all about uh, Tequila and and uh, Tacoma right now. Tacoma is like an untapped market. Tacoma smells though. Uh, it, it's because it of that paper plane. Yeah, <laughs> they fixed it. But yeah, it's like a lot of a lot of my friends are looking at opening up restaurants in Tacoma because there's not very good food down there, and you can get a restaurant for like two grand a month. Where do you where do you live
2: <laughs> at? Oh, West Queen Anne. West Queen Anne. Ooh, West he's living that fancy ooh, life. Ooh, West Side. <laughs> Oh man, all my stuff's in boxes. On the floor. I'm, I'm opening a restaurant. Come on! <laughs> all right,
1: uh, next one is gonna be two cantinas. Is that what, how, you, how you would say it, Johnny? Am I correct? You're part Latino. <laughs> Did you find it? I have not. <laughs> uh, so it's a Mexican a Mexican cantina next door to Brass Tacks. The same owners. Um, they're just gonna have tequila and tacos. Um, and then the Runaway. Uh, so R.I.P. Mobar up on the up on the hill. Um, it is closing, closed down already. They remodeled Numos, and uh, they put a Paseo in there. And uh, I guess, well, how do you say his last name, Keith? I know this dude too. Um, Jason, what?
0: Uh, which
1: one? He used to own Ernest Loves Agnes. Stratton. Oh God, never mind. No, uh, you ruined it. We were just talking I about think, him earlier. Oh no,
3: oh no, he's the guy who does the the the. Like blackboard or whatever. In my oh piano? my
1: god! Never mind. You guys are both killing me. You
3: don't know either. I do.
1: I just don't how to pronounce his last name. I know the dude. Um, and then Capital Lounge is gonna be opening up. Uh, it used to be inside Lobby Bar. Uh, it's going into our Lobby Bar. It used to be next door to Speckle and Drake. What else is over there? Pie Bar. Uh that whole block is getting a new place. Um The Dane. Um I don't who cares about that place. Um yeah, no good. Uh Sunset Fried Chicken. Uh Chef Monica, she's at uh, owns Sunset Um Chicken and Neon Taco inside of what's the name of that place? Rachel's Ginger Beer. No, not Rachel's Yeah, that's the Rachel's ginger <laughs> beer, but she also owns Neon Taco inside of Nacho Baracho. Mm. Um so she's working on a new Rachel's. Uh, working on putting a sunset sunset fried chicken uh, in the U Village uh, where Rachel's Ginger Beer is going. Also, Teeny Biggs and Hula Hula are finally closing. I guess Saturday is the last day Hula Hula is opening. And uh, Johnny's best friend, uh, Seth McKenzie from uh, Culinary Anarchy, is the chef there, and he's going to be moving. He's going to be moving up to. Um, he's going to be moving up to. Just the- remember,
2: he's not white. He's Scottish. <laughs> <laughs> and he's he's taking over Clever Dung yeah they're taking over I think it's gonna be split
1: Hula Hula one side and then Teeny Biggs on the other side so and he is the chef and you know they're dragging him up there so um, they're probably the only people that'll take him these days yeah, whatever. Uh, heavy restaurant group—the guys behind Barrio and Meet the Moon—are going to be opening a new casual Mexican spot across from Gasworks Park. the Park uh, coming up soon. Um, anything else? Oh yeah, and then um, some of Keith's really good friends—the uh, owners of uh, Pincho down in Belltown—also one of your friends. You've you've met Corey and Amanda, so? right? so <laughs> <laughs> Well, Ellie used to work there. A shit ton of our homies used to work there. I mean, it's just your yeah. homie.
2: I don't yeah, know. I'm going to miss them. They did Mama's like twice a week.
1: Yeah. <laughs> They're not going anywhere. Man, they're going to Fourth Avenue. Why do I not have this this, this stupid fucking advertisements up on my computer? Not, um, yeah. So Pincho is basically is a Spanish tapas uh, bar that is on Second, in between Bell and Blanchard. I don't know, kind of catty corner across from. Um, i the mid, brewery, mid
2: block, just right. Yeah, right across from Rabbit Hole and Mama's.
1: That's right, next door to what's that? Well, I can't. It's for, underneath for, the upstairs. Underneath the upstairs, and actually they're going to be turning uh, Pincho. In into a bar car bar adabajo adabara adabara but I guess it translates into uh, the bar downstairs so get it the bar upstairs, bar upstairs, uh-huh. bar downstairs. Heard, is, is the upstairs closing? No, the upstairs okay. is not closing from what I hear. I don't know. I have not. I mean, I knew that something was going on, and I knew they were expanding opening up new places just so i talked to them, but they just said, wait for the press release or whatever. I didn't really press them about it, but I mean, I can get the inside digs, uh, but I guess they're going to be uh, moving over to the old Spitfire location um, nice. on 4th Avenue, and they're going to be opening up a restaurant called Commonwealth. Don't we already have a restaurant here called? Commonwealth? I thought mm-hmm. we did, did
3: we? Help no, you? that's what where your buddy used to work in Snohomish or whatever, isn't it? Oh, and uh, no, Jordan? Yeah,
1: Jordan's at Commonwealth up <laughs> in Snoqualmie. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, they're going to be opening that uh, Commonwealth up and uh, yeah, then they're going to be opening up a bar in their old spot. So it's just going to be a larger space with um, Spanish-style tapas menu, 40 more seats and uh, yeah, they'll have your same favorites, Paella night On Sundays I guess But uh, congratulations to them Word Nice um, Last thing I wanted To talk about Was um, the pop up Down in uh, South by Southwest Of the Los Pollos Hermanos um, They made a um, They did a pop up Down at South by Southwest And they Replicated the Los Pollos Hermanos And um, restaurant from breaking bad and they even had um the guy who played um the bad guy in breaking bad come there and Salk was there i mean the actors uh what's their names bob odenkirk and uh giaccarlo espacito i don't know drug kingpin but um i i I think i i wish that um i wish that seattle had a couple more pop-ups
2: yeah it's it's tough these days um I mean, it's hard to, it's a lot of work yeah. to kind of get it up and running and do it. I mean, unless you want a shipping container restaurant. Yeah, exactly. I'll, lo- I'll loan you one if you want. <laughs> what are you doing with shipping containers? We design restaurants in Tacoma. <laughs> yeah, get it. Tacoma?
3: <laughs> All right yeah, um, right. yeah, right in the port. That's pretty dope. I wanted to uh, mention one thing before we do our ingredient of the week. It's real quick. Uh, Willowwood Farms on Woodby Island had a very terrible barn fire this, earlier this month. You see the pictures? Yeah. It was pretty crazy, It right? was fucking crazy. And, uh, there's a bunch of things going on to show support. They have a GoFundMe. Um, it's uh, on behalf of Georgie Smith by Kristen Stravos. Uh, you can just find it on GoFundMe. It's the Never Finished Farming um, Smith Barn. And they're looking for quite a bit of money, but uh, they are probably one of the, like, I mean, I love them and they, they do quality everything over there there's also an event going on at Petit Cochon in Fremont oh, yeah. um, on March 29th that'll be a fundraiser for Willowwood Farms and uh, by Derek Ronspies and he's a beast I would definitely go check it out it's 120 for uh, I, I want to say a five course with a pairing and um, it, it it's worth every penny in my opinion so I would definitely go check that out um, also I want to say congratulations
1: to your boy uh, Josh Henderson of uh, Huxley Wells Collective um, he's got that big contract Contract with uh, CenturyLink. Didn't you oh yeah yeah, CenturyLink?
2: yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, no, we just we did some consulting equipment. <laughs> <there>. <laughs> <He> consulted. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah because they actually looked. They were one of the pioneers <laughs> for the for the containers up in the Toyota VIP area. Yeah,
1: I think that's what you told. He's yeah, to do I've, that, David. Chien I remember on there. that. I remember that. Yeah. So yeah, he's uh, just got the big contract. So he'll be making food for Seahawks, um, Sounders, all the CenturyLink and Wamu events, which is a uh, pretty tight. Congratulations to him. Everyone's gonna stop going to Garen.
2: Hey, Delaware North, that's a good contract. Yeah, I'll take that. <laughs> oh, my God. This city is crazy,
1: right? right? Yeah, I mean, if, if any of you guys listening, uh, homeboy Ian Sisk, he wrote us back. If you're looking for work, man, it's abundant. It's, any yeah. <laughs> hey, of you guys bitching about your jobs here, um, you can come make really good money and live kind of far away in Tukwila and take the light rail into work every day. It's... We need, we need people. Yeah, for sure. There's not enough people, not enough bodies to fill out this, the kitchen work. There's enough bodies. There's just not enough quality.
2: Yeah, especially skilled. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. So I was going to, oh, I'm not going to talk shit about my work. Whatever. That's why we have, you know, we're keeping everybody at my job. Like for we're, sure. we're not getting rid of nobody. Not even you, Robbie. We'd love to get rid of you, but, but we can't. <laughs> All right. Uh, so yeah, so ingredient of the week. Uh, yeah. What'd you pick there, uh, Aaron? Amber ale. Amber Ale. Amber Ale. Who wants to go first, Johnny?
3: I'll go first, whatever. Uh, so what I was going to do is the Ale Braised Collard Greens with ham, or as we like to say it in the community, collard greens. Um, <laughs> what you're going to need for this is uh, two tablespoons of extra virgin olive oil, one medium onion, uh, two cloves of garlic, um, kosher salt to taste, a uh, half teaspoon red pepper flakes. Um, we, we've been using like... Uh, pickled peppers, like the juice from pickled peppers that we made, like habaneros and all that stuff. And that's what we've been adding into our collards so far. Um, you need a tablespoon of dark brown sugar. I'm going to bump that up to like, you know, three tablespoons or so. You want to make it sweet and sexy. Uh, 12 ounces of uh, amber ale, um, a quarter cup of apple cider vinegar. Um, one smoked ham hock and three bunches or three pounds of collard greens, um, that you've washed and you have cut into two inch pieces and th- you can cut those anyway. You can cube them, but I like to keep them long. So what you'll do is you'll, um, de them and you'll roll them up, uh, like you're going to chiffonade and then you'll cut those into about an inch and a half, two inch pieces. And then you have really nice collard greens that, you know, you can make all nice and sexy on the plate. Um, you're going to heat up a large stock pot and add your garlic and your onion and saute until it's nice and uh, translucent Um, after that you're going to season that a little bit while it's cooking so you make sure that it's nice and uh, flavorful with a little bit of red chili flake Uh, hit hit it with some brown sugar after that you're gonna add the beer after that, and kind of like deglaze with that, and make sure you like scrape up all the sexy bits and whatnot. Um,
2: oh, then there's you, the sexy
3: bits. The se- <laughs> <laughs> we're,
2: we're waiting for the sexy. The
3: bit. sexy bits. Uh, you're gonna raise the heat, bring to a boil, and do that for about three minutes. Uh, you're gonna add two cups of water, your apple cider vinegar, and then add your ham hock and the collard greens, and stir those two combine. Then you're gonna cover the pot and raise the heat and just let that chill. You're gonna check it occasionally, every twenty minutes, thirty minutes, um, just to make sure. That that it's nice and steamy and you're going to start seeing that ham hock start to break down and get all nice and hot in there. Um then you're going after about 2 hours, I would say 3 hours cuz I like mine nice and, you know, just <laughs> fucking <laughs> mushy, you know what I'm saying? Um <laughs> you're going to uh yeah, you're going to get back in that pan and pull the bone out of that ham hock so that somebody doesn't bite into it and then they're ready to serve. Okay. I feel, you. I feel you I actually worked at a place The last restaurant I was working at They made us cook collard greens And he was like Yeah just cook it for 30 minutes And Hell he, no. me and two other people Hell Looked at no. each other And we were like This motherfucker
2: crazy It's, it's, not, it's not
3: kale <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I was like how does it taste and my boy was like It tastes alright I mean it still needs to be cooked For like 6 hours <laughs>
1: Alright I'm gonna do some amber ale And some uh, clams With some uh, bacon lardons Mania Mania, mania clam, mania. <laughs> um, so basically, you just want to take like I guess a saute pan, get it nice and hot, add a little bit of uh, olive oil to it, toss your lardons in there, just a smidgen of olive oil. Toss your lardoons, You don't want to cube up your bacon or whatever, uh, thick cut bacon, uh, cube it up, toss it in there, uh, render the fat off, get it nice and crispy, pull that off of there. Um, I'd say add some garlic and uh, shallot. A maybe a little bit of butter in there mm. uh, toss your clams in toss it around pour in about half of that um, half of that amber ale that 12 ounce amber ale in there uh, the other half yeah <laughs> you get, you know, half for them half for you uh, you want to bring it up to a boil cover it up uh, let the steam open up those clams probably about 6 to 8 minutes maybe something like that depending on how big your clams are so. um, you want to pull the clams out with a slotted spoon set those aside get your um, lardons put those back in there. You want to reduce down your um, amber Ale. Mm-hmm. Um, Let's scrape up all the sexy bits. That's what you'd yeah, say. That's what you'd say. Get it. Get it. Um, and then uh, pull that off. Uh, put your clams in a bowl. Pour your lardons out. Put it on top. Pour your beer over there. Um, squeeze an orange slice over top of it, mm. and then maybe zest a little bit of that. A little bit of that orange Ooh. over top of it. Hit Ruff it with.
2: Sh- some, and fancy, with hit it with some parsley.
1: I want to hit it. The fine, rough chopped <laughs> parsley. Okay, and then uh, then you're gonna serve it with uh, you're gonna serve it with what Aaron's making? Ooh, some wake bake. Yeah, some and bake. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> wake
2: and bake. Oh, yeah
1: right. those. Are, I don't know. I should have probably came up with a sexier name whatever I called it, but we'll
3: do it on the fly. Right. Your turn, my man.
2: Oh, that's cool. So so, so Sunday, <laughs> you get on Amazon after football, and you you order a Joya cooking book, <laughs> and then you make some pizza dough. And then at the end of that pizza dough, you throw in a half cup of minced herbs, you know, a little thyme, rosemary, parsley. bacon, sage, yeah. a little, little parsley for that ass. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and, and then you want to finish it with, you know, about eight ounces of uh, amber ale. And you kind of let it get all yeasty and stewy. And you let it sit overnight. Throw it in the fridge uh, at, the, at the end of the day before you go to bed. When yeah. you wake up in the morning, you just want to put it on a half sheet pan, little oil, olive oil. But you just put half the dough on there. And then you want to crack some eggs, some nice serrano ham, and then you just cover it with the rest of the dough. Ooh. You put the oven in around 375, 400, let it bake for about 18 to oh, 20 minutes. Oh, that's why they call it a bay. There you go. That's lit. There you go. If, if you want Damn. some you want some asparagus in there, you know, you got green eggs and ham. <laughs> <like wake-a-may. laughs> I'm going to try that. That sounds delicious. <laughs> See, I thought you were doing the focaccia bread. It is focaccia. It is. Bread. I know, but I was what like,
1: I didn't know you were doing the wake and bake. I That's didn't know you were doing the wake and
2: bake. That's <laughs> where the joy of cooking came yeah. in. Yeah. yeah. I mean, make sure to charge them for royalties. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, so that, that sounds like a pretty good. Keith, you want to throw one out there with some amber ale? Uh, get a slow cooker, uh, <laughs> pound of pork, braise that
0: shit in amber ale overnight. Throw in some beans, some pepper, a little bit of brown sugar, half can of tomatoes, and you got some and chili. All right. I could fuck with
3: that. That's shoving. off the top of the dome. Dizzle. <laughs> Dizzle. Throwing it at him, coming hot off Keith's brain. Slow cookers are the jam. I got to get me a better
1: one at home. Yeah, dude, you know what I, you know what I have in my house right now? Uh, I'm I'm gonna smoke some crab legs. So I got a bunch of cedar at my house. Uh, I ran right. into a homie down in Belltown that had a giant box of fresh crab he just got from Alaska, some Dungeness. Woo. And I was like, "What's up with that crab?" And he was like, "Take as much as you want." You best believe I was like going was it in around my trunk. I was going around all the restaurants grabbing the biggest <laughs> like Cambros they had. And they're like, "What you need? What you gonna return?" I said, "Do you want crab or not?" Shut the fuck up. <laughs> and I just started, dude. I used all the walk in. They had at all the places down in Belltown. Uh, you know, <laughs> I was like, so I took it to my work because it wasn't gonna fit in my fridge. But I iced it down, took it back to my house. It's sitting on my patio right now. It was raining today, so I didn't want to bust out the smoker. I got a smoker in my patio, but That's uh, what's I'll bring some down for all y'all. I'll bring some down anyway. Okay. That brings us to the end of episode uh, six four. Six four rolling in my six four. <laughs> I do um, Aaron. Anything you want to plug, your restaurant group, your... uh,
2: See, Patty's Day is coming up this Friday. Um, Corn beef? Corn beef. You cook yours in Dr. Pepper? Coca-Cola. I can't tell that. (laughs) You'll die with them. You got to come down. You (laughs) got to come down. Mama's Local 360, Belltown Brewing. All doing some? Grand opening on Friday.
3: Beautiful. Oh,
1: shit. Yeah,
2: rip it open, huh? Yeah, sounds good. That's going to be packed. You guys charging to get in? No, we're giving discounts. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, all right, uh, I'm Bobby Stills. You can catch me on Instagram at Bobby Stills. Johnny, what's your uh...
3: Johnny? Tsunami, as usual.
1: Um, our uh, social media is going to be Grill How Long Steak Mister at.
3: Facebook? Gmail? Oh, Facebook.com. Sorry, I was looking at the time. <laughs> I was
1: like, what? <laughs> it's gonna be Girl How Mr. on Instagram. It's gonna be at how Long mister on the Twitters. Twits. Uh emails. We've been getting a couple of emails in there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Girl how Long mister at uh, gmail.com. Yes, and that's That Mr. Mr. M R, that is correct. Um, I want to thank Keith for being here, man. I appreciate it. You <sighs> know, it's nice of you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I would like to thank Aaron for being here, man. That's good definitely, to see. It's good definitely. to see. I like I like running into you in the neighborhood. I was I it's was nice. Right? I was happy. I was happy about yeah. that. Uh, especially when I'm like drunk, I just get. Uh, anyway, um, yeah, hey, you love a
2: narcoleptic. You know? no, <laughs> no judgment ever.
1: <laughs> I want to thank uh, Studio Two One Two for letting us record here, and I would like to thank the Soundcasting Network for recording us. And mm-hmm. uh, we'll see you guys next week. next week next week next week (laughs) grill how long steak mister
0: five minutes out eat a dick bitch